This is the Monate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi. Right, welcome back to the Monate Fela breakfast. Joined with Dave Stark out of Natal, dropping his new track right here on your ultimate campus radio. Calling out to you, Dave. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, yeah, things are things are pretty chilled and relaxed up here in in Natal, as they always are. I was about to say, I've never known Natal to be unchilled and unrelaxed. I mean, you you recorded a video in a brewery. That should say enough. Yeah, um, our sort of town culture revolves around our, our local bar and brewery, so it seemed like the obvious place to do it. <laughs> and it does also have a, a sense of community about it. Uh, we'll get into your collaborators in just a moment, but but first let's uh, understand and uh, identify a bit with David Stark, because, I mean, I, I don't think you've ever been over to the Free State, at least not to perform. Um, I've done a wedding or two in the Free State. In fact, I was there. The last uh, event that I did was in a little town called Westminster, which is close to Ladybrand mm. and Free State. But that's um, that was for a wedding. It wasn't for a public performance. Yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't invited to that wedding. You should tell your, <laughs> your clients to have better friends, you know. Uh, Dave, <laughs> let's, let's just get an understanding. Where did you – Durban, historically, and the whole of KwaZulu-Natal has been sort of a hotbed for developing talent that ends up shifting to either Joe Burger or Cape Town. What inspired you to get into music and what inspired you to stay in Natal? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, Durban has been exactly that. It's been a nursery school. It's been a place where musicians sort of develop safely. And then when they hit their stride, they they tend to leave and go to Joburg or Cape Town. I think it's quite right. Uh, My journey was a little bit different. I actually moved to Natal to become a teacher. Um, I was a Uh high school teacher for 10 years. And I went full-time into music three years ago. And I just love this town so much. And I love this area that I decided to stay. And I actually think that the Durban music scene at the moment is really good. Um, it's it's definitely the jazz capital of Africa, uh, undeniably. Not that I'm playing jazz, but it's really, really great uh, jazz music and jazz musicians coming out of both the university and just, you know, from the streets in Durban. And well, I've I think seen pictures a very- of you with a, with a really sexy jazz microphone. So, you know, you can put it off. <laughs> Yeah, I can pretend. <laughs> it's all about the look, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Durban, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, that's fine. Durban, Durban's uh, has got a great scene, I think. Uh, it's got supportive crowds. There's a couple of beautiful um, institutions that run that are really about having listening audiences. They're not about the money. They're not about, you know, fame. They're just about having curated audiences where you can sit down and play music and really be listened to. And I think that makes a very, very big difference uh, to musicians like me who are singer-songwriters. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time on the North Coast and it is exactly that. There's a lot of sort of like small community events that, you know, you get together, there's someone like a one-man band or like a duet playing in the background and uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, in terms of, you know, your music creativity, what we have an issue in the Free State is that a lot of crowds just want covers. You out here doing originals, which is amazing. What's the appreciation for originals like in, you know, that scene? that's a game you have to really play as a musician. You know, you can't turning up in South Africa anywhere uh, and playing just original music is very, very rare and very, very difficult. It's kind of okay. If you're an established act, you know, if you've been in the game for 20, 30 years, you can do it. But mostly, as you said, the audiences really kind of want something that's familiar. So what I always do is I do a 
a combination of both. I do a lot of cover gigs just for, for money. Uh, it's yeah. my job. It's my full-time profession. And then I, you slip in a few originals and you make a big deal out of it and say that you've got your CD there for sale and talk about maybe why you wrote the song and what your influences are. But it's definitely something, it's, it's an experience that you have to curate. You can't just arrive at people who are expecting to hear Brown Eyed Girl and, and Hotel California and then play them some some deep personal folk song that you've written. You've got to, you've got to sort of get them into your... Uh, I don't know, a mindset first. You've got to sort of suck them in and then you can, you know, show them a couple of originals later on in the set. So it's a, it's a theatricality to it that you have to play. Man, now I want to listen to Brown Eyed Girl. You've, you've, you've killed my vibe here. So, so let's get me, let's get me into the feel for calling out to you. What, what's the genesis behind this song, Dave? So that song started out as a, a message to someone. I wanted to say to this person, mm-hmm. look, I'm calling out to you. I miss you. You know, I want to be with you. Um, and it's it's asking some questions about, um, you know, looking past these sort of complications of life and a future that could exist. The whole album really is an album that's about optimism, even in its moments of darkness. It's about looking to the future. It's about optimism. It's about being brave and asking for things from the universe and from life. So calling out to you literally in the, in the title and in the lyrics is about that idea, not only of calling out to a person, but of sort of like trying to speak into existence a future that is bright and optimistic and brave and doing so in a very positive way. I don't mean to ask for you to identify the person, but is it written about a particular person for you? Or is this just a, like, this is a song that if this person existed, that I would write for them? No, it's uh, genuinely written for an actual person that exists. <laughs> so, but that, that's interesting to me because a, a lot of a lot of musicians would write songs like this, but it, it must take a lot emotionally to you know be that vulnerable and write something about someone. Um, how do you overcome that, and and what was the reception to it like? So, I think the most important thing, and I say this often. It's almost like I quote myself when I say it. The most important thing about being a, a writer of any sort or an artist of any sort is to tell the truth. Yeah. So you had, you just have to adequately express what you're feeling. And if you're feeling terrible, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling worried, if you're feeling optimistic, if you're feeling in love, everyone can identify with those things. So there's, there really should be no fear. There is, as you said, a lot of fear. We sort of like, we're almost educated to keep ourselves closed away. I think particularly as men, but yeah. if you tell the truth, someone out there is listening and going, I felt that before. I've seen that before. I know what he's talking about. And that's really how you get people to, to attach their emotional story to a song. And that's really important as well. They've got to bring their story to your work. So you've got to do it in such a way that they can identify. And that's from, from telling the truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hear about this. Let's hear this truth and see if it resonates with uh, someone out there. I'm sure it will. Cause it's uh, definitely a, a, what would I say? I want to say a heart jerker for me, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the track. So, Dave Stark, if you wouldn't mind, how about you introduce your track for us? Okay, how's the campus radio? This is uh, Dave Stark <laughs> launching my new single, calling out to you from my album, Shifting Boundaries. Thanks, give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? There's a lot of people that struggle to put music out in this country, and I feel like... There's too many structures that are blocking people from putting out the dopest music. They can't get their song played on radio. Want to know why I listen to that radio every night? Since the days were long 
Since the days were long I've been singing this song You've been reaching out to me With your words so sweet With your words so sweet You've been reaching out to me And I know this feeling strong And I know this feeling's right And I'm burning for your love Stay hopeful here tonight I've been talking in my sleep You've been dancing in your dreams We've been holding on to something That is bigger than our fears So let me wrap you up in love Let's be gentle in our fight Curled up tight against your teeth I'll shield you from the light I know this feeling's right I know that we are strong I'm holding both your hands in mine Till your pain is gone And I know this feeling's strong And I know this feeling's right And I'm burning for your love Staying hopeful here tonight Tonight Look is in your eyes That I thought we'd left behind That I thought we'd left behind In the corners of your mind Why don't you wind away the day Why don't you sleep on it tonight And in the morning I'll be yours again By the evening you'll be mine And I know this feeling's right And I know that we are strong And I'm holding both your hands in mine Till your pain is gone And I know this feeling's strong And I know this feeling's right I'm burning for your Dave Stark with Calling Out to You, dropping his track right here on your Ultimate Campus Radio, joining us on the line as well also too. Dave, uh, your song made it to the Free State. Uh, ever think that would happen? <laughs> I actually have a song on the album that's called Ghost Train Through the Free State. Um, I see so that. That's song. why I asked. <laughs> 
I love the I love the Free State. I, I particularly love the Eastern Free State. I think it's probably mm. the most beautiful part of South Africa. You know, as you leave KZN and you're going up the pass into that that Eastern Free State area, it's just exquisite. So I'm very glad the song's made it there. I'm super stoked that you guys are playing it. I'm super stoked to to be able to have it. And uh, like I say, it is quite a hard joker for me. I uh, do particularly enjoy it. And it's it's a song you say about, you know, speaking your truth. What's interesting to me is when people put out a song for it, I'm sure they have some sort of ambition for it. So do you have an ambition for this track? Yeah, I think we all do. This was obviously designed to be my single from the album. Mm. So I wanted it I wanted it to do well. And I when even when recording it, I designed this in a way that sort of lent it towards radio play. You know, I am traditionally a folk singer and my usual way of performance is myself with a guitar and, and a harmonica and occasionally like maybe a percussionist uh, doing something. But for this song, when we recorded it, the producer and I said, let's let's do this song for radio. Let's make a track that people tap their feet to, that they sing along to, that they enjoy. So we made it more upbeat. We added in more instrumentation, obviously chorus harmonies, all the bells and whistles to try and really get it to be a song that was going to be for you know, the South African 2020 year. <laughs> and I didn't expect that that the coronavirus or any of that would happen. But I do find it interesting that we're all in isolation now and the song's got this calling out to you kind of yeah. theme. It's sort of taken on a new identity now uh, because of it, that. It does. Context uh, really matters when, you, when you're putting out a song. And this has worked out well for, for particularly this, this track. Um, and I suppose that the album would, would benefit from it. So when Rona 2020 is over, do you have any ambitions for the rest of the year? Any plans perhaps? Yeah, I've got lots. You know, I was supposed to actually do a nationwide tour to launch this album uh, a month ago and I had to cancel. It was right when they were just starting to talk about lockdown and I made the call oh. early and I canceled yeah, I canceled my Cape Town tour and I was going to follow that up with a tour to Joburg. So I have to recalibrate all of those things. And it depends very much, I suppose, on on what the president says regarding lockdown extensions, et cetera. And even coming out of lockdown, there probably won't be very big public performances for maybe even the rest of the year. So I'm getting very savvy about live streams and doing online performances and collaborations and interviews like this and podcasts and all kinds of other things. But I'd love, I much prefer playing live to recording. My favorite thing is to play live you know uh, so i can't wait to get back on the road and to play this song to people that i can look them in the eye and <laughs> they, we can share space and you know share a pulse and do the thing properly that's a that's pretty incredible and, and i suppose like a lot of uh, artists that i speak to uh, you know music is their sort of night job or, or uh, just by the way for you it's a uh, it's full-time gig by the sounds of things so how are you managing to cope you've given some indication that you're doing live streams is it being effective um, oh, it's a, a kind of sort of a yes and no answer here. I've mm-hmm. done I've done three live streams a week for the last uh, couple of weeks during lockdown, and they've been very good for getting people to download my album, to buy my album, you know, to support the songs and so on. I haven't been charging a performance fee. I haven't done a ticket fee. Some musicians mm-hmm. have. I, I feel that financially, I'm okay for now. You know, I had I had a lot of bookings that were paid paid for in advance that I have deposits for that for things that will be postponed like weddings, for example, and corporate functions. So I'm getting by, I'm at home by myself. I don't have huge overheads. If I, you know, if I cut my cloth accordingly, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, but the, the, the streams and the podcasts and the YouTube channels and all that stuff is more about getting people to listen to the song because normally I would take the song to them in person and now yeah. I can't do that. So I'm taking it to them digitally. So if I wanted to follow you digitally, where do I find Dave Stark and Dave Stark's music? 
Okay, so I've got all of the things we're supposed to have. <laughs> That's good. So, um, I've got, if you go to um, www.facebook.com slash davestockmusic, that's my official band page. On Instagram, I am Instagram slash davestock, one word, and it's stock with an E at the end. Uh, quite often that gets me uh, in hot water because people leave the E off like in Game of Thrones, but it's not like that. <laughs> it's got an E at the end. Um, and then my album is available on Spotify and Deezer and Google Play, YouTube, Title, Napster, Shazam, uh, all of the things that's available everywhere. So you'll easily be able to find it. If you just type in my name, you should actually come up with some good options. Well, looking forward to giving David Stark a follow. Dave, Dave, sorry, there's a, there's a temptation to take the E off and call you David, man. Um, <laughs> do you get the lot? <laughs> uh, sometimes I find mostly, mostly, mostly it's the women in my life that call me David. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I definitely apologize then. I, I don't mean to be a woman nor a woman in your life, but uh, good to have you all the same and good to uh, have a follow. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Monate Fellow Breakfast, Dave. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a joy. I've really enjoyed talking about it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, look forward to seeing maybe if you find some time between Cape Town and Joburg to have a little jump into Bloemfontein at some point as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Anytime. Drop me a line. <laughs> Dave Stark here on your Ultimate Campus Radio, dropping his latest track for us out of his album, Calling Out to You. That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things. <laughs> All the girls say I'm pretty fly.